Father, we thank you, you, our Emmanuel, our Ebenezer. We give you praise. We worship you, merciful one. We honor you, the God that can destroy and make alive. We bow down and we reverence you, the Alpha and the Omega. The God that can do all things and everything. To you be praised, to you be honored, to you be adoration, to you be glory, to you be reverence, to you be worship. Be praised forever, Holy One, in the name of Jesus. We bow down our heads to God and we say, Father, you are Lord and you are Lord alone. Thank you, mighty Father, for 2018. Thank you for the Holy Ghost service. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power. Thank you for grace. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for deliverances. Thank you for strength. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us. Blessed, blessed be your name forevermore. We appreciate you, loving God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Father, as your word goes to our hearts, let us be changed for the best permanently and to prepare us for your kingdom in Jesus' name. Lord, make us heaven ready and heaven focused in the name of Jesus. Your name is Emmanuel, Lord. Be with us in the journey of this year, Father, in Jesus' name. Don't let us ever walk astray. Don't let us ever lag behind. Don't let us hurry ahead of you. Father, please, Lord, help us to walk with you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we surrender ourselves again to your loving hand. Take charge, take control. Bless your word, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Fire God bless you. And those who have been making time and sacrificially coming to clean God's house and to assist the work of ministry, God is watching you and He's seeing you. Amen. And He will give you a reward that I can never give you. And I know He will. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. God needs your help, beloved. Let me tell your neighbor, God needs your help, not my help. God needs your help. Amen. God needs your help and my help. There are certain things, beloved, God cannot do without us. And yet, we cannot do anything without God. But there's so many things now that God is waiting and depending and trusting us to do on his behalf. I am believing God for your life this year. You will not disappoint God. Your amen means that you are not sure you will not. I will not disappoint God. Amen. Please turn your Bibles with me to John 20 verse 21. John 20 verse 21. If they are there, say shalom. If they are not there, say please wait. They're there. Amen. So let's read it together. Want to go? Then said Jesus to them again. Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I you. Amen. Take a moment and pray for yourself and say, My Father, as Jesus has sent me, let peace fill my life in the name of Jesus. Help me to obey 
Help me to obey the assignment of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, as Jesus has me, let peace suffuse, feel, overflow in my life, in my family, in all that I do as I obey the assignment of Thank you, wonderful God. Jesus' precious name, we pray. A gift once released should never be reclaimed. A gift once it is released should never, never be retrieved, should never, never be reclaimed. And God understands this so well. That's why in Romans 11, 29, the Bible says, For the gift and calling of God are without repentance. What does that mean? I've told you often, every one of you, even your children, everyone has a gift from God. What is that gift to be used for? To build up the body of Christ, to assist the kingdom of God. Oh, uh, well, some of us use it to make money, but that's a different topic. God needs your help. It's my help. So the gifts are given to you personally to be benefited, to use it to mature, to use it for the church of God, and then you then become a gift to the church as you use your gift, and you become a gift to this generation and this world as the power of God moves through you. I see one, the Lord has given you a gift. He does not withdraw it. What will happen if that person goes into sin is that the Holy Spirit will withdraw and the anointing to work the gifts will not be there. That the gifts have not been removed. They are still embedded. I pray for every gift you have, every gift that is hidden, every gift that is in potential, that it will manifest this year in the name of Jesus Christ. The Almighty God gave us spiritual gifts to become his ambassadors. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, we are ambassadors of Christ. Do you know what an ambassador does? Because the president of the country cannot be everywhere. He will send and appoint ambassadors. They will present their letters of credence to the presidents of the countries they have been posted to. And the embassy of a country is the same territory as that country. Praise the Lord. So the embassy of Nigeria in Ghana the Ghanaian police cannot enter. The army cannot enter because it is the territory of Nigeria in Ghana. So you are operating as an ambassador of Christ upon the earth. That means God has given you authority, power, dominion, strength, and glory to function as an ambassador in this world. And that means in your territory, nobody should trespass. Anyone who does is an act of war. May you be a good ambassador for Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. He didn't end there. He continued. And Revelation 5 then says, We are kings and priests on earth. He made you a king. A king always has a domain. He has a place, a kingdom to rule. And there are queens here. And there are kings here. I pray, may your kingdom thrive in Jesus' name. What's your kingdom? Your home, your family, your work, your business. Your ministry, that's your kingdom. And then he made you a priest. That is, you can cry unto heaven. You can make sacrifices of praise, sacrifices of offering, sacrifices of labor unto the Lord of hosts. And he will accept it at your hands. Because you are a priest unto him. And God will listen to his priest. I'm listening to someone's voice. And I'm saying to my father, Father, hear your daughter in Jesus' name. As she cries this year, answer in Jesus' name. 
When she binds, oh God, let it be bound in heaven. When she loses, let it be loosed in heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ. I guess you know that I will remind you. Jesus Christ is not coming back to this world to win souls. He's coming to what? To judge the earth. To judge sinners. And to judge you and I. Whether we have done our assignment as ambassadors properly. Whether we have represented his kingdom well. Whether we have brought shame upon his kingdom. Or we have brought glory to his kingdom. He's coming. He will bless us. He will reward us. Or he will punish us. He will come and check. Were you a queen in your domain? Or did you allow an interloper, a trespasser to take over your kingdom? In your home, are you a wife indeed? Are you a mother indeed? Are you a light in your neighborhood? Have you been what he sent you to do as a queen of the kingdom of God on earth? He's going to check if you have been a priest, my brother. Have you done what he has sent you to do? Have you been operating in the level of spiritual authority over your neighborhood, in your village, in your home, in your office? Do they know you as a child of God? Do you flow in the power and anointing of the Most High? He will come and there will be a reward for everyone who has been a true ambassador, who has operated as a king or a queen, and who has walked as a priest unto the Most High God. Jesus is not coming back to win souls because he has commissioned and appointed you and I to do it on his behalf. The same way that he appointed some of the apostles and commissioned them. In Matthew 4, verses 18 to 19, Matthew chapter number 4, I'm reading verses 18 to 19. The Bible records, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men. Fishers of men. Fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. My heads are telling, Father, help me to follow you the more this year. Help me to fish for you this year. Help me to win more souls for you this year than I've ever done all through my life before now. Help me to win souls for you. Help me, Lord. Make me truly a fisher of the souls of men and women. In the name of Jesus. Make me a fisher. Thank you, living God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I thought your amen would be louder than that. What will Jesus do for you as you win souls for him this year? The reward for winning souls is that your heavenly mansion will see expansion. Praise the Lord. If this month you can win 20 souls for God, 20 rooms, new rooms will be added to your mansion in heaven. Praise the Lord. Have a confidence and assurance in me that someone in this church on that day when we will visit the person's mansion in heaven, the mansion will be bigger than Aso Rock in Jesus' name. Some couldn't even say to you men, their faith has not been ignited yet. I pray that God will ignite your faith in the name of Jesus. Winning souls is not hard. He will help you. Betty will reward you. In John 14, verse 2, John 14, verse 2, he said, In my father's house are many mansions. 
if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. May you not miss your mansion in heaven. May the devil not prepare a room for you in hell in Jesus' name. What are your duties? I told you God needs your help. He needs my help. What does he want you to do for him? What does he require me to do for him? The first thing, of course, is that we should be born again. We've done that. Glory be to God. In Mark 8, 38. Mark chapter 8, verse 38. The second thing. Just speak to everyone you meet about Jesus Christ. Do not be ashamed of him. See, every time you have an opportunity to speak to someone about Christ, the devil will whisper to you, shh, I don't want here. I was in a bus some years ago, and the Lord was prompting me, get up and say, Jesus loves you. Start from there. Because you may think it is easy to speak to a crowd. No, it is not. You need the Holy Spirit for boldness. You know what to say. And I was just thinking, what did he say? Sit down. Then I'm here. So I got up. He said, Jesus loves you. Some responded, Amen. Others were doing things. Some were sleeping. And then I started to share with them. Simple scripture. But God, God so loved the world. John 3, 16. And he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not die, should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I went into one or two areas. And Lord prompted me to pray for them. As I started praying, he started revealing one or two things about what was going on in people's lives. Suddenly, the volume of amens changed. A few that were saying amen before, those that were sleeping woke up when the amen got very loud. Because what I was praying on was what was touching some of their lives. Beloved, God can use you to change someone's entire life in a moment. All you need to do is what? Do not be ashamed of him. Mark 8.38 says, Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. What is Jesus saying? If you are ashamed to speak to those who are dying that there is life in me, when I come, I will not acknowledge you before my Father and before the angels. I will put you aside. Bow your heads and tell him, Father, every shame that stops me from introducing you to people I meet, remove it from my life in Jesus' name. Every shame that makes me not to speak up, that makes me not to evangelize or witness or share what you have done in my life, and there are so, so many. God of heaven and earth, I rebuke that spirit, remove it from my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, living God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Point three. What does God require you to do? Remember one is be born again. Number two is everyone you meet, speak out. I met a young man so while ago. He's looking for a job. He has applied. He has sitting applications. And the Lord told me to tell him, don't waste your time writing a hundred applications. Most offices, they'll give them to someone who will look at them. If he's not interested in what you are presenting, he throws them to the dustbin. He has a big dustbin by his side. So your hundred applications may potentially be going to a hundred dustbins. That's what I should tell you. Fast for three days and cry. Say, Father, direct me to where my job is good. And I told him, 
and he was obedient. He got three jobs within three weeks. And he had to choose. In fact, he had resumed one before the best came. When you work for God, God will surely work for you. When Christians tell me they have problems here, they have problems here, I ask them, hey, 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 are you working for God? Because God is faithful. God is a businessman. You cannot work for God and bring in souls and it does not bless you, it does not increase you, it does not do something about your business and your job. It's simply not possible. For every soul you bring to God, the Bible says, heaven rejoices. When heaven rejoices, there is pandemonium, there is chaos in the city, in the city of hell, in the kingdom of the devil. And when that happens, the angels are noting you. When angels note you, your prayers are celebrated. I pray for someone here. This year, you will be an unrepentant, aggressive, bold, fearless soul winner in the name of Jesus. Those who God uses you to win. You know the fascinating thing about winning souls? All you do is talk about Jesus. The Holy Spirit will touch them. Holy Spirit will convict them. And they will give their lives. It's not what you say. It's the Holy Spirit. It's not you knowing what is their problem that you prayed upon. It's the Holy Spirit. All God wants to use is to use your mouth. Sometimes it's your hand to give a trap. That's all. And he does the rest. And yet, he rewards you on earth and in heaven. May you be a good ambassador for Christ. In the name of Jesus. So when he uses you, or uses me, to bring a soul to the kingdom, the work isn't finished. You are to assist that new believer to remain in God, to abide and be established in a church. Because of the way we are these days. We tell the person, ah, you must go to a redeemed Christian church of God. Not necessarily. Let him or her go to a living church where the spirit of God is. He may not be a redeemer according to God's plan. He may be someone that is going to chosen. That God has a purpose in chosen. Not redeemed. Let the spirit distribute the person. You open your mouth and share Christ. Take the person to salvation. Let the Lord do the rest. But you have to make sure the person ends up in a church. Why? John 15 verse 16. John 15 verse 16 says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Who is your fruit? Anyone that is saved through you has become your fruit. Your spiritual child, your spiritual children. You can be 15, you can be 17. And God moves you to speak the word. Share Christ with an 80-year-old. And that 80-year-old becomes your spiritual daughter. That's the way of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Look at the last part of John 15, 16. That whatsoever he shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. For those who know, that's the power in answered prayers. Those who evangelize, God answers their prayers by fire. Fast. Because he knows they're increasing his kingdom. So their requests are priority. Their requests come to the top of the pile. Their requests are attended to quickly by the angel. When you pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and there's no answer, check your evangelism life. Have you of late won anybody for Christ? If you haven't, uh, do something. It will help you this time in Jesus' name. Number four, support that young believer. Pray for the young believer. Sometimes support means you visit the person ten times. You 
give money to the person so that the person can what? Be encouraged that it is good to serve the Lord. Sometimes you even have to visit the person at home. Visit the person in the office. Do whatever it takes for that person to become established and also begin to win souls. When your convert, when your spiritual child begins to win souls, then God is glorified. At that point, you are released from the responsibility for that spiritual child. Beyond the one of praying, you will receive. Then outside of that, you have done your bit and you can focus on other people. I pray for you again. This year, hell will hear your voice and shake in the name of Jesus. Because every time you open your mouth outside, souls will be saved for God. In the name of Jesus Christ. First Peter 2.21 says, For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that ye should follow his steps. Jesus was an unrepentant soul winner. Everywhere he will bring Christ in. Same thing with Pastor Deboe. Anytime he has a microphone, be assured of one thing. Before he drops that microphone, he will give a salvation message. And somebody will be saved. I can imagine the size of his mansion. He told us some years back that he was, the Lord showed him his mansion in heaven. That's Pastor Deboe. And it was so far he could not see the end of it. I pray your mansion will be that big too in Jesus' name. What are you to do? Point number five. Second Timothy chapter four verse seven. Second Timothy chapter number four. And I'm reading verse number seven. Make up your mind that nobody will take over your mansion in heaven. Make up your mind. Some Christians are living as if it doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. God can build you a hundred room mansion and you make a mistake. You make an error and fall away from grace and do not come back. Someone else will take it over. I pray for every one of us, including myself. You will occupy your mansion in heaven in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No one will take over your mansion. Second Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Paul was rising to his combat, his son, spiritual son, Timothy. And Paul right now is in heaven. May you one day say the same thing. I have fought. I have finished my assignment. I have kept the faith. I am ready to go. May you be that ready one day in Jesus' name. May that day, may that day not touch you by surprise in Jesus' name. What is Christ going to do when you do all this, what is he going to do? Number one, you know, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. So the, through the Holy Spirit, the Lord is going to make you bold to speak the gospel. Bold. At the time, I had difficulties in just giving people scripture. So I was somewhere and I wanted to minister to them. I said, Lord, these ones will not even listen and tell them scripture. What do I do? Say, share your testimony. Do you know how powerful testimonies are? I shared my testimony. It was a drinking place. There was beer somewhere smoking. They said, ah, pastor, you shouldn't be here. I said, don't worry. Your smoke is not disturbing me. Because I was doing my assignment to speak. And I shared my testimony. Some of them ceased eating that particular testimony. Because that testimony touched some of them. There, none of them gave their lives. That God told me he was touching as I was speaking. Praise the Lord. 
share your testimonies. Sometimes it's a song you will start and people will join you and that gives you confidence to begin to speak. Whichever way it goes, do not lose any opportunity this year to share Christ. It will be to your eternal benefit and it will be to your great advantage on earth right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So we give you boldness to speak. Secondly, he will give you spiritual gifts to function. In 1 Corinthians 14 verse 12. 1 Corinthians 14 and I'm reading verse number 12. The Bible says, Even so, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the defining of the church. Desire spiritual gifts that you can use to bless God's church. Desire. Let the come of the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you something. If this year you'll be hungry for the Holy Spirit to activate your spiritual gifts, be the spiritual gift you have that will advertise you in a place you will never have been able to get. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Do you even know your spiritual gifts right now? Do you know them? Oh, I sing in the choir. Oh, I'm an usher. Oh, I pray. Yes, I like going out. Yes, that's fine. That's your assignment in the church. Is that your spiritual gift? What is your spiritual gift? Do you know? Because you must know your spiritual gift. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. May he open your eyes. May he help you activate your gifts. May he assist you to operate them. May heaven bless your life because of those gifts. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. The Holy Spirit will keep you holy. So that you do not miss heaven. Praise the Lord. You should never be a spiritual agbero. You know what the spiritual agbero does? He introduces people, introduces them to Jesus and heaven. But he often does not get there himself. He will make heaven. He will arrive. The Lord Jesus will welcome you himself. Heaven will celebrate you in the name of Jesus. Do not point people to heaven and the devil is drawing you to hell. And it's only the Holy Spirit that can keep you holy and keep you righteous and keep you in Him. He will keep you in Jesus' name. First Corinthians 9.27 1 Corinthians 9.27 says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Bow your heads and pray to God and say, Father, by your mercies, don't allow me to be a castaway in the name of Jesus. I don't want to introduce people to heaven and miss heaven myself in the name of Jesus. Don't allow me to be a castaway. Don't allow me to be a castaway in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, living God. Thank you, mighty one. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. He will also help you, point four, about the duties of Christ. So make sure as you are winning souls, your mansion is being expanded. Someone told me one day, he said, heaven will be boring. I said, you are ignorant. Go and read your Bible. He said, there won't be anything happening in heaven apart from worshipping God day and night. I said, you have missed it. You can never as a person worship God like the angels have been worshipping him for thousands and millions of years. You can't. But you, as a believer, as a ruler in heaven, you'll be given assignment over cities. Those who do not labor well will be given assignments over districts. I pray you are made a governor in heaven over cities in Jesus' name. 
Listen to me. Be encouraged. Angels will be your servants. You'll be giving them directive. You'll be reporting to Jesus. You'll be visiting the glory room to worship him. You'll be busy in heaven. It is in hell there will be idleness. You will not be idle in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. And the last thing, the only thing we are sure for you is that you will be with God eternally in heaven. That's the assurance we have. That's the confidence we have. Now, I'm coming to the most important part of this word, and I'll be done within five minutes. But we're going to pray. Listen, church. If you and I refuse to help him, he will replace us. Hello? He will do what? Replace us. When Demas abandoned Paul, and he enjoyed the world so much, he walked away from the work of the Lord. What did the Bible say? He appointed a new. God always has substitutes. No matter the element and the power and the volume of spiritual gifts you have, no matter the anointing in you, if you do not help God to do what he has said, you and I do to win souls. If I do not cooperate with the Holy Spirit, he will replace me. And the replacement has been born. And the replacement is ready. The replacement may still be a sinner. The day you say, Father, I am tired. This work is too much. It's only me. Pastor is seen for everything in church. He can't find someone else to do the work. I'm tired. I'm going away. God will activate your replacement. That's number one warning. Number two warning. For every one of us, it has been apportioned a particular number, a particular person that you are meant to evangelize to that God will touch because of what you will say or what you will do. And that person will give his life to Christ. If that person that heaven has written down, it is written that this brother is brother Gengar's convert. I pray that cannot be your portion, sir. And that convert to be goes to hell. Not you, sir. Your enemies will be in hell. If your convert does not make heaven, you are not likely to see your mansion. Or God will require their blood at your hands. And I gave you that soul to win for me. You did not. Pastor, are you sure? Come to Ezekiel 3, verse 18. Ezekiel chapter 3, reading verse 1. And this actually is the assignment of every believer. So I will advise you to highlight it in your Bible. So you don't forget. When I say to the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest thee not warning, nor speakest, to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require. May God not require anybody's blood at your hand in Jesus' name. Therefore, pray a short prayer. Say, Father, if there's anyone whose blood will be required of my hand this year, Father, move me to speak to the person and warn them before they die. Pray that prayer. If there's anybody who I should speak to, I should evangelize to, I should minister to, who is likely to die this year, and their blood will be required at my hand, Father, I don't know how you do it, but let me meet the person and minister life before they die. In the name of Jesus. Don't have anybody's blood. Let me help you to restore you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. The saddest part of this thing is that whether it's heaven or hell, it's forever. There's no crossing over. Nobody in hell can cross to heaven. Because nobody in heaven with the beauty of heaven will ever want to come back to this world. And it is forever. So we are taking a risk with eternity. 
contribution. I intend this year, I'm concluding now, by the mercies of God, in this new year, 2019, to be wise. What about you? Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. That means, he that refuses to win souls is what? Foolish. Shall we rest up? The spirit of foolishness is not with me this year. In the name of Jesus. It will not manifest in my life. In the name of Jesus. If you are here and you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, let me give you a quick invitation before we pray. You don't know him. You don't have a relationship. Tell him, Father, help me. I want to be born again. Is anybody here who says, Father, I want to re-dedicate myself to you. Just wave your hands to heaven. So we can pray. Wave your hands to heaven. God needs your help. He needs my help. Millions are perishing every day and they are dying and going to hell. He needs you and I. The voice of the Lord, and He said, "Here am I, send me." As I heard the voice of the Lord, and He said, "Here am I, send me." Here am I, send me. Anywhere, anywhere, I will go, I will go. I sigh, I have the voice of the Lord. And he said, here am I, send me. Now substitute your name before we pray. Christian had the voice of the Lord. Substitute your name now. Christian and the voice of the Lord of Jesus. And he said, Here am I, send me. Lord, I've heard your word. Christian and the voice of the Lord. And I say, here am I, send me. Here am I, here am I. Lord, send me anywhere. I will go, I will go. I've the voice of the Lord. I'm going to say, Father, Father, every obstacle to my winning souls this year, uproot by fire of the Holy Ghost. Whatever it is, every obstacle, any obstacle, spiritual, physical, financial, whatever it is, oh God, uproot it in the name of Jesus. I must win souls for you this year. In the name of Jesus. I will not be spiritually fired. I will not be a disgrace of an ambassador for heaven. I will not be a servant instead of a king. Ah, Masaro Shebron de Lekeria Babaro Basara. 
I will be a priest of note in the name of Jesus. Help me, my father. In Jesus' name we pray. Point number two. We're going to tell the Lord, Father, anoint my lips to speak the word. Anoint my hands to pray for the sick. Anoint my feet to go to the right place at the right time. To we souls for you. Pray that prayer. Anoint my mouth, my tongue to speak your word. To share the good news. Anoint my hands to pray for the sick to give out tracts. To assist delay. Anoint my feet, O God, by your spirit. To go to the right place, to the right time, to win souls for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The last prayer point is for the ones that God will use you to win this year. Let me assure you, Satan is dealing with them so they will never listen to you or listen to any man or woman of God to be saved. He doesn't want them in heaven. He wants them in hell. So I'm going to pray the last prayer for them. They join me to sing this song. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There is healing. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Now you're going to pray. Ah, you're going to pray a prayer. I have to stop now. You're going to pray a prayer point. I'm going to say, Father, every chain binding my combat to remain in the world rather than to be saved. Break them now in the name of Jesus. Every sickness causing my combat to be from coming to you, from worshiping you, O oh God. Let that sickness be uprooted. Heal them in the name of Jesus. Use me, O oh God. Use me to minister to them. Use me to touch them that they may receive their healing. Oluwa lo mi koko re lo mi o lo mi o lo mi koko re ti le mo je o oluwa lo mi koko lo mi o lo mi o use me for your glory mighty god this year i am yours use me lo mi o lo mi o ah baba Ikoko re tire mo je o 
your name. Let our lives not return to unproductiveness. Oh God, let our lives not return to spiritual barrenness. Let our lives not return to average Christian this year. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us to work for you this year. Help us to win souls. Help us to be your conduit for miracles, signs, and wonders in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.